Welcome to Rise Up For You, a podcast focused on helping women get to the next step in life professionally and personally. Through our six pillars, relationships, investing, self-worth, career, love, and health, we focus on the whole woman. With interviews from global experts, teachers, authors, and more, we provide you with real strategy and tips that you can start implementing today in your career, relationships, and so much more. We are all about educating and empowering you to become your best self. And now your host, Natalina. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Rise Up For You podcast. This is your host, Natalina. Thank you so much for joining us today. Super excited. We're going to be speaking with Coach Sherry Wynn. She is an in-demand motivational speaker, a leading success coach, a seminar trainer, and super cool, a two-time Olympian, a national championship basketball coach, and an Amazon bestseller. Today, we're going to talk about how to unleash the winner within you through all of her experiences as an Olympian, as a leader. She's going to talk with us about the win philosophy, something that she has created. This is definitely an episode you do not want to miss. This is for anybody, all leaders, anybody out there. You definitely want to tune in to Coach Win. Rise up for you and enjoy this episode. Hello, Coach Win. Thank you so much for joining us here today on the Rise Up For You podcast. Such an honor to have you on the show. We always like to start off the episode by letting the audience get to know our guests. So go ahead, tell us about yourself and what it is that you do. I'm a two-time Olympian, a national championship basketball coach and award-winning speaker author. So I have contributed to like three books, but I've also, four books, also written three of my own. And I, I take my time now, now. I used to coach women's basketball for 23 years. Now I travel around the country speaking uh, keynote speeches and also leadership and communication team building workshops. Okay, so we got a we got a lot to talk about. So, tell let's backtrack a little bit. Talk to us about your journey. Um, you know how you got into the Olympics. Take us from the very very beginning because obviously, uh, you, you know your story, your mindset, your motivation leads up to where you are today. Well, the great thing is you know a lot of people have dreams when they're a kid, but a lot of times those dreams are nixed by what somebody else tells you. Fortunately, at the age of seven, I saw the Olympics on television, and I was so excited by them because my parents were excited, my grandparents were excited. They were screaming like, USA, USA. I was like, I want to do that. I was so excited by that. And because it was such a young age that I told myself I am an Olympian so many times, that no matter what anybody else said, I didn't believe them. And what happens to most of us is that People tell us you're a failure or you're not going to be good enough or they give us some words of you're not fast enough, you're not strong enough, you're not smart enough, and we believe their words. I was just lucky because I didn't believe anybody else's words. I had said them so many times when I was a kid that I actually just followed those words no matter what happened. I had that blueprint in my head, and I followed that blueprint um, for the next, oh, man, how many years did it take me to get there? 15 years after that to the first Olympics that I was in. And it's, it was just a, a matter of, you know, people think that that some people get lucky or they have the right DNA or whatever it is, the story they tell themselves. And the truth is we all have obstacles. And the people who achieve their dreams are the people who just refuse to let their dreams die. And that's basically what happened to me. I mean, a lot of obstacles, you know, besides training that um, hindered me, but I just didn't let them die. I didn't let my dream die. So uh, this is a really interesting topic because... Um 
you know, this comes up a lot, like, well, what makes uh, the difference between the person that is successful and the one that doesn't, you know, achieve their goals? And as some say it's motivation, some don't believe in motivation, you know, in your pers- from your perspective, you know, what did you have specifically that, you know, it's so difficult for others to, to clone, you know? Um, what was it that you had inside of you that was like, no, I'm not going to let this go? Did you have a strong why? Or do you think everyone's made up a little bit differently in that sense? Well, I think that we are made up differently, but I also believe this. I also believe that what we tell ourselves becomes our truth. And so if you spend all your time thinking that you're not good enough or you're not smart enough or you're not pretty enough, you're going to be absolutely right. That's what you feel in your mind. Like I mentioned to you, I was so lucky because at the age of seven, I said that. And people mostly at the age when you're young don't tell you things like, well, honey, you'll never do that. People don't do that to you because, you know, when you're young, they kind of engage with you. Oh, that's cool. That's nice. That's sweet. They don't tell you no. It's when you get older that people start telling you that you can't do things. So I was lucky enough to have, you know, have told myself hundreds, thousands of times. And when you tell yourself something thousands of times and you start seeing that in your brain and you start living that through your dreams, through your vision, if you will, it, 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 it's almost like you can't deny yourself that dream. But so many people don't hear the words they tell themselves. So many people don't hear that negativity and they, and they download the negativity. And then they want to achieve something, but they can't because they don't believe they can. Right. Their confidence gets uh, kind of crushed over time. Absolutely. So when you, um, you know, you kept telling yourself, you know, affirmations and, and you put your mind to something, you said it, you did it. You know, what was what was the next step for you? You started training. And then how did what was that moment where you knew that, OK, now I, I made it to the point where I'm, I'm heading to the Olympics? Like what what did that feel like for you? And what was the work behind that? Well, literally, you know, I started training at the age of seven. I'm not kidding you. When I saw the Olympics on TV and I saw how my parents adored Olympians, and I thought, you know, I want to be loved like that. I want to be adored like that. Um, the next morning, people, some of you won't remember this, those of you who are young, but the big fitness guru back when I was growing up was called Jack LaLanne. Mm-hmm. And the next morning, man, me and Jack LaLanne started, started training. So every morning I'd turn on Jack LaLanne and I'm sitting there doing jumping jacks with him and push-ups with him. And I literally started at the age of seven, started thinking, this is, this is the direction I was going to go. Then as I grew up and, and got involved in the sport of basketball, I thought, this is my sport. This is where I'm, this is what's going to happen. And um, by the time I was in high school, I was trained twice a day. Um, I, would go to, I, would go to, I would go to school at like 6.30 or 7 and train an hour before school started. Then I would train with the team, and then I would stay another 45 minutes after the team had trained to get even better. So I had this drive and determination, and everything kind of blew apart in college. I lost my way, and my parents got in this massive um, World War III kind of thing. It was a huge crisis for all of us. Uh, things were divulged about each of them that, that, you know, when you hold your parents in high esteem and then you discover who they really are, it can destroy you. And then, you know, basketball didn't go as well as I wanted to. I got injured. Um, I started drinking a lot and lost my way. And in my sophomore year, I was so confused. And so it's, it's almost hard to explain how painful it was. I was depressed. I was drinking a lot. Um, really couldn't find my way, see my way through anything. I lost all my confidence and ended up quitting the team, ended up quitting at Texas A&M University. 
I spent about a month drinking um, where I just couldn't, I mean, I would just wake up, drink until I passed out and then drink again. And finally, I thought, well, this isn't helping. And a friend of mine who was in a class introduced me to a sport that I'd never heard about before. And the sport was called team handball. Team handball is like soccer using the hands or water polo on land. And I had never seen it, never heard it, didn't know anything about it. But they had a club team at A&M. So I started training with a club team just because I had nothing else to do. And uh, the, club, the club team decided to go to New York City to the national tournament. And I said, yeah, I'll go. At the national tournament, I'd only been playing for about a month and a half. The national team coach invited me to play, to train with a national team. And I said, yes. And that was about three years away from the Olympic Games. And at that moment, I knew that I had a really good shot at being an Olympian. Wow. So these opportunities kind of, uh, well, you made your opportunities, but uh, it was kind of the luck of the draw sitting next to that guy who told you about team handball and it just kind of went from there. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, I would really kind of left a dream because things had just tumbled and I'd gotten so deep in depression and, and not see anything else. What's amazing though, if you can sustain, if you can really believe that all things, all things that happen to you or for your highest good, if you can believe that and sustain that belief system and hold out, you see, I really, basketball really needed to be over for me so that I could see the other opportunity. There's no way that I would ever quit basketball to play team handball because I had no choice. That door became open and I, you know, jumped into it fully 100%. In the next seven and a half years, I lived where a dream. I traveled all over the country, all over the world, all over the world, played in the Pan Am Games, the World Championships, the Olympic Games twice. Um, it was a dream come true, but I wouldn't have ever lived that dream if I wouldn't have stepped through the door. Mm, absolutely. You know, I'm still, um, it's, a, it's a really empowering, incredible story. I'm still stuck on the fact that at seven years old, you saw something and then you just went for it and you started, you know, watching Jacqueline Lane, like you said, and you started your training and it just makes me wonder, you know, at seven years old, what was different for you? Did, you know, was it a positive environment at that age? Did you, you know, I know you mentioned that your parents of course were supportive at that time because you were younger, but I mean, I know you say that what you think um, is kind of what is manifested, but is there something that you think is really pivotal for those that just start doing it opposed to just saying it? I think the pivotal thing was that I could see it. Like I envisioned it. I saw it in my head. So I, I saw myself doing this thing day in, day in and day out. You know, and if you're not tainted, when you're young, the great thing is you're not tainted yet with all these things you, you've learned you can't do. When you're young, you think the whole world is open to you. And so I had visualized myself being there, marching into open ceremonies, you know, being on the court, all those things. I visualized them so many times that it felt as if they were true. And that's the difference. I mean, a lot of people just don't feel like something's true and they don't take any action. They won't take action because they don't feel like it's true. And I think that you can't take action until you believe it. You know, you have to believe it before you start doing it. Like a lot of people say, we have to see it, see it to believe it. And I agree, but the see that you have to, to see is in your head. Like that's the part you have to see. It's not the physical manifestation. It's the vision in your head you have to see to start action. 
Absolutely. And that, and that makes complete sense. So I know you do a lot of work uh, today with various companies and um, organizations in regards to leadership. You know, how has your experiences um, and being in the Olympics and being an athlete and your motivation, how has that transcended into more of like the career professional leadership world? Well, I think all the lessons I learned from, you know, being an athlete and being in leadership role. So in every, every sport that I played, I was in a leadership role, whether it was point guard in basketball or the pitcher in softball or in, in team handball, it's called the center backcourt. In all those positions, I was a leader, but then learning as a basketball coach. So I was a collegiate basketball coach for 23 years. So I led teams for 23 years. That experience of understanding the importance of making those teams not my team, but our team, have, empowering my players to make decisions, empowering my players to be better people, learning the, that the most critical thing I could do was to grow my people, to grow my student athletes so that they would be better people, made them better players. So it's not just, you know, it's really 34 years between uh, the coaching that I did at the collegiate level plus all the training that I did from high school into college, into the Olympics, all of that, the experiences that I had, some of them were good. I'm like, this works. Some of them were horrible. Made me absolutely no, never, ever to do that again. All of those led to an understanding of leadership. And, and I'm also a vociferous reader. I read tons of books. Um, all the books have helped me grow and learn and emerge into somebody who understands the power of growing you so that you can be a better leader. I know that you um, you're the you're the originator of the win philosophy, and uh, you talk a lot about how to how to unleash the winner within you. Um, I'd love for you to kind of dive a little bit into your philosophy and your principles because I think they'll be very uh, beneficial for those of us that are listening. If you don't mind, absolutely. I've written a book called "Unleash the Winner Within You: A Success Game Plan for Business Leadership and Life." And in the book, the win philosophy, the W I N philosophy emerges and the W stands for widen the separator gap. And what that means is, is that most people just do the givens. So it's a given if you have a job, you go to your job on time. It's a given that you, that you do the work you're supposed to do. That's a given. It's a given that you do it in a satisfactory manner. Those are all givens. And if all you do in your life is do the givens, you'll never be a separator. You'll never separate yourself from the rest of the pack. You're just going to be average. And being average is okay for those people who want it. But so many people want more, but are unwilling to do the things that will make them a separator. So you have to do things that make you different and unique. You can't just stay in the givens. So that's the W and the widen the separator gap. I is identify I am as your power words. And we really just talked about that, didn't we? About how important it is for you to understand that the words that you feed yourself daily has a direct impact on the things that you achieve. Most people don't listen to the negativity that they use in their words. They don't understand that 80% of the thousands of thoughts that we think every day, of the 60,000 thoughts that we think every day, 80% of those are negative. Unless you choose to change those thoughts, unless you choose to examine those thoughts, you live in a place where you say, I am, and the next words out of your mouth are usually negative about yourself. You have to work on your I am words to make them be who you become because the two most powerful words in the universe are the words I am, because whatever you say, if those words becomes your truth. Mm. And then the N is navigate success. 
See, a lot of people think that success just comes to the lucky or the people with the right DNA or they were born with the right parents or they live in the right place. They get stuck on all these things. And, you know, when you navigate success, you understand that you are the creator and you have to take sole responsibility for who you are and where you are in life. If you refuse to take responsibility and you spend all your time having excuses on and blaming other people, outside events or circumstances for why you are who you are, you will always stay you, who you are and you'll never achieve the things you, that you dream about. So those are the, that's the win philosophy, kind of in a nutshell, the W-I-N philosophy. And those people who apply the win philosophy find that they become more better at winning in life. I love that. And, it, you know, it's, um, it makes sense. It's clear. And I, mean, I definitely recommend anybody out there to check out your book, Unleash the Winner Within, as you mentioned earlier. Um, Coach Wynn, thank you so much for joining us today here on the Rise Up For You podcast. I'd love to jump into the power section of our interview. Can you uh, recommend one book to us that's had a massive impact on your life that you would recommend? So I love Dr. Wayne Dyer. I've read many of his books. And The Power of Intention was one of the books that I read when I started understanding how powerful your intention is, how powerful the unsaid words are that you have, and how powerful it is to intend something, because that is going to directly affect the energy around you and the vibration around you. I would recommend that book to anybody. And what's one value that you have stuck with throughout your journey that was a non-negotiable for you? I think I said to you that, you know, I would like to say it's integrity, but I know that I've not always lived with high integrity. And, and when I choose not to live with that, there's always been consequences to that. So integrity is something that you feel. It's something that you own. It's something that you know that you have to live who you are. You have to address things that are wrong and not sit in silence if they are wrong. It's living a truth, whatever truth is your truth and living in that truth. It's, um, it has to be a part of you or you lose yourself so easily. Yeah. And especially now in society that that's the big thing, especially for women that we're talking about is owning your truth, being able to speak up and, um, and really have your voice be heard. If you can leave the world with one final message, we like to call it the golden nugget here at rise for you. What would that be? Well, I think that I've said this several times, and I think that the whole the whole golden nugget is is identify I am as your power words. Understand how powerful those words are. Under really, really take the time to listen to your inner self, to the things that you say to yourself daily, to how you treat yourself. Really pay attention because what we say internally also affects our health. It affects how we look, how we act, it affects everything. I mean, it's um, as a survivor of chronic pain, and I say that because people don't have no clue about how devastating chronic pain is. Here's what I can tell you. The cause of my chronic pain was the fact that I stuffed emotions and stuffed negativity down me for about 25 years. And when that stuff is stuffed, when you stuff all the negativity down you, it emerges as pain. Mm. And lastly, you know, as you know, we're Rise Up For You. That's the podcast. That's the company. When you hear that phrase, Rise Up For You, you know, what comes to mind? What does that spark within you? 
we all have this incredible, we're all born, all of us are born to be winners. We're all born to emerge into some miracle, into some incredible being. We all have that within us. And we are tamped down by um, what other people say about us, by images, by beliefs that are out there. And the truth is, is that, you know, we can't rise up for somebody else. It has to be for us. We have to gain our power through who we are as individuals. And then we can have power as a unit. But first we have to seek our own power and be empowered through, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't matter what color you are or, or what, you know, what political base you have. It, none of that matters. What matters is how you empower you and be true to who you really are. I love that. Coach Wynn, again, thank you so, so much for joining us today. It was such an honor to have you on the show. How do we stay connected to you and how do we support you? You can stay connected to me by my website, through my website. It's www.coachwynnspeaks.com. That's two N's in Win. You say Coach Win Speaks, that's two N's in Win. You can find me there. Uh, you can also buy my books on Amazon.com. Uh, I just love to hear from people. You know, I, I'm very, uh, I respond to people's emails. I respond to people's phone calls. I just love to be engaged with individuals and help people see and learn that they are truly miracles. Wonderful. Again, thank you so, so much. Thank you for inviting me. I appreciate sharing uh, this time with you and I appreciate who you are and what you've come through and who, you know, the numbers of people that you've impacted. So thank you for being who you are and for sharing with other women and helping them see their own true beauty. Thank you. We, we can't do it without uh, people like you. So thank you so much. Thank you for joining us today. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share it and pass it on to your friends and family. You know, the podcast is just one way that we reach our community members. If you go to our website, www.riseupforyou.com, you will see articles written from contributors from around the world, webinars, live events for you to attend. But, you know, we also have a huge online resource center full of information that you can access absolutely free. And, you know, one of my favorite sections is the Unstoppable Confidence Toolbox that's full of practices and ways to help you build confidence so that you can overcome any doubt that's consistently getting in your way. It's actually pretty cool. I mean, there's PDFs, there's articles, there's exercises, there's so much for you to take hold of and really help you get to the next step. The cool thing is, is we have programs, trainings, and live coaching calls that are happening all year long, special for our members. So if you're looking for more and you really want to connect with like-minded women like yourself, then you definitely want to check out our membership and all of the benefits that we have to offer here at Rise Up For You. And lastly, if you haven't already, we would really love to hear from you and know how we're doing. Head over to iTunes. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. And let us know how we're doing. Rate us, review us so that we can be better and rise up with you. It's always an honor and a pleasure to be here with you. Rise up for you. Be better today than yesterday and prepare for a greater tomorrow.